Trey K? Tay K. Tay K? Yeah. X? The race? What's the race? The race is the name of the song. What does the race mean? Well, I'm going to tell you, but first I want to know what you hear about, well, how you feel about it as like a song, just in general. Uh, I feel like the video has, it, it displays too much, too much guns in the video. The, the video, so... This is uh, Tay K. Uh, the song is The Race. I only saw the video for the first time today, but I had been listening to the song for a while now. So, I've heard that song before. Right. This song is in my workout playlist. But aside from the video, what do you think of the song? Uh, I, it has. It's too aggressive. It's too... It's got a lot. It's talking about... Anytime he pulls up to somewhere, he'll kill. They gonna kill. He'll gonna kill somebody. Kill a fuck boy. In his motherfucking In his face. face. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, even though like uh, it's just a song and it's like it's got a like cool like tune or whatever. That shit is. That shit could play a fucking trick on your mind. Uh, subliminal. What do you mean? Uh, well, you fuck. The power of like music and words. Yeah. And the energy that is displayed with the words they're using through the raps is right. very powerful. And especially if you are a uh, kid. Kid or somebody that is. Uh, How could I say this? Easily, a brain that's yeah, easily malleable. Like, just influenced. Because, I mean, I could have listened to this song when I was 10 and it not affected me. I would have thought it was a cool song with with, with could, intense visuals, but I don't know that it would have like made me want to go get a gun or anything like that. You know? Listening to the song and seeing the song is, is two different things. Two different things, things. yeah. They in this video, it's a lot of glorifying. Maybe I should have just played the song for you instead of showing you the video, like I did with uh, Titus and Ice Cream. Yeah, I mean, I would listen to the words though. Um, it's just, it's just a lot. It's just too much. So this kid Tay K, um, he is nineteen years old. He looks pretty young in the video. Like, he literally looks like friends of kids that we know or brothers of kids that we know. Like, he looks pretty young. Like, he doesn't look like one of these 19-year-olds who looks like a straight-up full-grown man. He like, looks, he looks like a kid. He looks like he needs a gun because he ain't going to get into a fist fight. So, the song is called The Race, right? That's the, that's the title of the song. And the lyrics go, uh, fuck a beat, I was trying to beat a case, but I ain't beat that case, bitch, I did the race. So. So what's the race? So here's, Will doesn't know any of this information. This is all stuff I looked up recently, and I wanted to play this song for him and then get his reaction, because we're going to be talking about gun violence and other gun-related stuff, sort of, in this episode. Um, oh, shit. So, uh... 
this kid was accused of uh, let me get the actual the actual things he was accused of um it was i know armed robbery was one of them oh four four counts of aggravated robbery two counts of capital murder and possession of a prohibited item in a correctional facility so this kid's 19 years old right so what the race means is that he was on the run so he actually released this song and did the video while he was on the run from the cops. And the cops used, used this video and his lyrics as a case against him. And he's got a minimum, I think, I think minimum 55 years in prison as a 19-year-old. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that ill? Mm, no. That is not ill. That is stupid. Well, yes, it's stupid. Ill is something like dope and cool. That motherfucker is dumb. No, I don't. I mean, I think ill can be many things. Yeah. Ill can it, be ill. When I'm I think just, of ill, I think of wild, crazy. Ill is just too close to Will. And, oh, okay. And that motherfucker was not playing his cards right. I mean, did he make any money? I have no idea. He posts on his Instagram. I, I I started following him on Instagram so I could see these photos. I mean, obviously he hasn't posted anything recently, but you know, lots of pictures with like m- stacks of money and stuff. But he got fifty five in the hole. Double nick, double nickel, dude. Quit it. So here's the thing: is it's like you look at people like this kid who mm. killed a couple people, robbed people, whatever was making songs about it and you look at these white supremacist shooters and you think about in each case what is the history what is what is the backstory that's leading up to them doing these actions so it's like with tk it might be like but you get what i'm saying yeah with tk it might be poverty it might be all these things that are caused by uh a fucked up system correct and then with these white supremacist, supremacist shooters, it's like. It's just bigotry and hate. And something that's telling you that you need to exterminate people. It's another propaganda. Right. So I'm one. I mean, a lot of the times when we've seen these these mass shootings happen, like the people, the, the these these white terrorists get shot on the spot. We don't normally see the people survive, but I think in this case, because we've had three mass shootings in the last, like, week, literally, because the Gilroy shooting was on sun- last Sunday, when we were right around the time we were recording. Yeah. So, I think maybe one of those of those three shootings, the, 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 the shooter has survived and they, has been in custody. So, usually they, they kill them. So, we don't know what this is going to look like for how they're going to prosecute this shooter. Crazy. But it's like... They got people that live... This one kid, the the um, oh, I think the the Walmart one, the one that was oh. in El Paso, I think is alive. Oh. But it's like Eric Di- Eric Gardner died selling CDs. I don't think that, oh, I don't I don't think that a nineteen year old kid should get fifty five years. You know what I'm saying? You don't think he should get fifty five years? Even if he commits murder, in this case, I don't think he should be getting fifty five years. And I think there should, I mean, I think there should be a whole nother restructured system, especially for one, for, especially for like, he's a straight up kid. Like, he, like, 
even if he looked more mannish, he would still be a kid. But, like, this kid is a kid. And, like, there's all types of fucked up things that were out of his control to put him in this situation. And he needs some rehabil- he needs some rehabilitation or maybe some mental health services. Like, he needs something. You know what I mean? Well... I hear what you're saying. Probably these white supremacists do too, though. But correct, they're all it's all brainwashed. They're all brainwashed. Yeah, yeah, and um, that's the thing. Well, I guess what I'm saying is like I don't know what these shooters are gonna get if they're gonna get more time. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how this is gonna work out because usually they just get shot and killed. So I don't know how this is gonna play out for for how much time they serve or what the. Yeah, that doesn't that matters, but doesn't matter. Right. Um, <laughs> shit. Oh man. But when I listened to the song, I was like, "This is a dope song. Like, this kid has some talent." It's just, but it's just sad because you see this kid like, yeah, that's popping around glorifying guns, and it's just like this really young kid. You know, the song was dope. I liked the song. He had potential, and he put all that energy in that song, and. Bye bye. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's pretty much your career right there. Right. Um. I don't know what's going on with these shootings. The shootings are, you know, one after another. Uh. Why don't we intro the podcast first? Since we've been talking for a while. Uh, Want to intro the podcast? Yeah. Just say. Say what our name is. Oh. Um, Say who you are, just in case. My name is Will. And what's this podcast called? It's, it's called Conscious Hypocrite. Yes, and I'm Carly. Hi. Thanks for joining us. Yes. <laughs> so you ready to get into more gun stuff? I guess so. Okay. Oh, I was at my son's practice this morning. And that was a whole thing. I mean... I guess I'll break it down to you guys. So I, my my son was over here chilling with his buddies. Then my son decided to go with his homie and, and spend the night over there. So let alone one of his friends has been going to my son's football practice for the past two or three days. And the other kid's mom wasn't letting his homie play. And my son convinced his mom to play football. It was kind of cool. So that was the beginning of my day. So then I played Rakim, Eric B. Father Leader, when my son hopped in the car. So Because he was being a leader. But he was being a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're practicing, and I need to go get some coffee, you know, early in the morning. So I leave... This this park, Henry Cow, you know. You love saying the areas we're at. I've been trying to keep it low key, but oh. you just keep always dropping like, Shit. "Oh, your family's in Riverside." Oh, I was at Henry Cow. I mean, it really doesn't matter at this point. You're repeating it though. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Fuck it. In the beginning, I was like, we could we could keep it low key where where we're at, but I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and uh, I see this naked dude running down the street. It was a weird morning. Yeah. But then, you know, I get to the Starbucks, whatever. 
nice little Starbucks, and uh, there's a line, and this couple gets behind me, and this this is white couple. It's a white couple, and this it's a, like a younger girl, mm-hmm. like it could be like his sister or like I don't know. They might have could have been dating. I don't know. You can't tell. But this dude yeah. was like a he was like a he had his man bun. It was like a greased man bun. Mm-hmm. Uh, white gentleman glasses mm-hmm. the whole shebang I mean he looked like he could be in his 40s or something I don't know I don't he know he looked older maybe he just older he had an older and just he had gray hair and shit oh, okay. he had gray hair and a man bun yeah Dang. I, I don't know it was like gray and black it was like you know he had a mixture salt and pepper he had a mixture uh-huh. yeah and I'm just sitting there quietly, and then all of a sudden he just starts talking about the girl says, "You know, I just feel so bad about these pe- those people. Like, we need to do something about these guns." And the guy goes, "Nah, don't listen to the news. Don't listen to the news. All that, all that's propaganda. That's just they're just trying to scare the people. They're just trying to, you know." He goes. That shit used to happen way more often 150 years ago. You know, they people used to have bar fights and people just... That shit used to happen 150 years ago. He kept saying 150 years ago. And I'm listening to this dude talking. I'm like... I almost turned around and said something to him. But I was like, let me just get my... Get my, what you got my to order. get so you can go. Get let me, let you- me get my chai tea latte and get the fuck... <laughs> let me get the fuck out. This dude is, this dude is ill. Yeah, don't you remember in the 1800s when there were bar fights with AK-47s? Like, right. what the fuck? What a dumbass thing to say. I, look, there was a lot too. I was like, a lot, so many layers of dumbassery to that. Com- to there was that there was polio a hundred years ago. There fucking so sla- m- slavery going on, damn near honey. Like, get the fuck. Like, so I took a deep breath. I swallowed that, and I was just like, damn. I know I'm gonna record later on today, and he's. I'm gonna talk about this guy. Right. Um, the thing that I really want to turn to him and tell him, since he was talking about the news and how they have it being propaganda, I was thinking about what about the propaganda that those kids are watching for them to go shoot these people up right. for no reason. Right, right, right. But I just left the comment in the comment box because I believe it was the Gilroy shooter who had the the Trump spelled out with all of his guns. And so looking at that, like all these things that these, it was a really scary thing that I saw earlier today because all the, the different, different people I follow on Twitter and stuff have been posting stuff about, you know, wait for the race war, wait for the the race war. But when you have something like this happen three times within a week, which is clearly uh, a xenophobic and racial thing. It feels like this is like fucking a race war. You know what I'm saying? That's the scary part. Look, man. This shit is deep as fuck. Cause our president, our 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 past presidents didn't even want us here. You know that shit goes stems back to like Reagan and Nixon. You mean us, when you say us, you mean black people? Black people or, or any or non-white? Any non-white yeah. Well, you know they. Ju- I don't know if you saw this, but they just released tapes of yeah, Reagan, you know, saying I, all that, which yeah. we knew they were racist. But that's the same. But... That I mean, in the Nixon, is the same administration that fucking got rid of the Panthers. Yeah, I mean, it's took all... the, took them out. Yeah. So, 
But it's all right for these clan members, these, these, you know. You know, the NRA was only really I mean, wanting gun control when the Black Panthers had guns. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's when the NRA was trying to get some, some sort of gun control. So here we are, you know, and then people, we have this fear of guns and what to do. But there ain't no money in the cure. And that's how America, mm. that's how America is. Right. Uh, right. Right. So, you know, people talk about open carry, you know, and that shit doesn't happen in places open carry. Well, that shit happened in Texas and it's open carry over there. Yep. You know, people had guns. The people were saying they had guns. People had that, guns. That guy, uh, I f- I'm forgetting his name, but there was a uh, a guy, that black guy I was showing you the video of, who was saying he was trying to grab little kids and take them with him as he was running out of the mall. He was saying he had his gun on him. Like, you know, these people in these places have gun have guns. It's like when you say open carry, like that's not it's not like someone's gonna turn around and start trying to find this guy and shoot it. Some, that's yeah. not their first thought. That's not how it works. Yeah. Uh, Nobody has just because it's open carry. We don't have intent to go pop a cap in a motherfucker's ass when right. we wake up. That dude did. Right. Um, this shit that that Gilroy stuff was pretty close to home for us. You know, my homegirl, the one who was featured on our, on our episode a couple a couple episodes ago, she grew up born and raised in Gilroy. And right but right before we recorded, she was texting me telling me. That there was a shooting at the garlic festival. And she... I looked it up on the news. She knew way before any of the news did. Because her uh, brother-in-law is a cop. And so he got called in to go over there before it even broke on the news. Like, so she was texting me about this stuff before it even happened. And that was, like, literally a week ago today. And there's been two mass shootings since then. That, you know... Yeah, so... Just so I... This is just the way I see things, and it's the way I see it. The problem ain't gonna get fixed. They don't want the problem. People don't even want the fucking. Some people want the problem fixed, but on a mass level, like our gun laws are stricter than other places. They would have to do this shit a nationwide thing. Oh, you mean in California? You mean in yeah, California. California, New York, Jersey? They're not. I mean, they're the lead. I mean, if you think about globally, they're the. That's the opposite. But as far as California versus yeah, places, yes, uh-huh. that's what, well. That's the thing. At least with the Gilroy shooter, they said he went to Vegas, right? And bought his All stuff you got to do is go over. I had a fr- I had a friend. I'm not gonna say my friend's name, but he told me how he went to Arizona. He was on LSD. He didn't have a fucking ID, and he walked out of that gun convention with a strap. Was this a white guy? This was a white dude. Yeah, well. So here's what I'm wondering, and this is like a purely hypothetical, which seems like a crazy hypothetical, but could be our reality. Who knows? Like, imagine this shit starts happening. Like, imagine this is a fucking race war, and this shit starts happening at an alarming rate in the next few months. At a certain point, people are going to start going into the other, into these other f- white communities and start doing that. So is that when the st- is that when we're going to get gun laws when we start buck- when people start bucking back? Yeah, that's That's when- the thing. Is it's like are they going to push people so far that these that these these you know uh I don't want to say just brown people, but like 
the El Paso shooter was went to El Paso for a reason. Gil, the guy, the Gilroy went. These are places with high uh, Hispanic and Latino populations. These aren't just your random spots that they're picking. And so it's like if these people start to try to want to fight back, is that is that when we're gonna get the, these these gun laws to happen? Just like when they were trying to take the guns from the Black Panthers. Of course, because every time you see these one of these damn shooters. Uh, it's a white dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I hate to I hate to say it, and I love my white you homies sh- out there. You shouldn't hate to but say it because it's real. It's a white dude, and and that's so. If it was a dude, if as soon as it's a dude with a turban on his head, y'all gonna fucking call him a fucking terrorist. Mm-hmm. As soon as you see a, a a black dude, you're gonna call him a fucking thug. What do right. you What do you call your own? Right, and the interesting part. It's not interesting. Everyone who's listening to this knows this. But the way, kind of like what we were talking about with TK in the beginning, the way you can be portrayed and how that affects the way people see you. Right. When I'm looking on these news sites and what I'm seeing of these white shooters, I'm seeing the cute cookie cutter pictures of them and their in their family. I'm seeing them holding up their diploma. But when I'm looking on Twitter, I'm seeing all of the... the the real pictures of them where they look like thug, like quote unquote thugs. Whereas usually with black people, it's like you're not seeing the picture of them in their graduation. They look like you're, a fucking You're seeing menace. their random mugshot. You're seeing some random picture of them. So it's like the news is specifically choosing certain pictures to show you of these guys to make them look, not to make necessarily to make them look good, but maybe even to make them look like loners or like, yes. uh, like, like nobody likes them. Right. But... Specifically to look kind of like sad, lonely boys. Yeah. And you don't see the other photos of them where they look like creeps, you know? Menace to society. Right. Um, so there's been a lot of interesting, uh, obviously, tweets and things from people. Somebody made this graphic of, like, all the countries that have had mass shootings in the last year. And I think it was, like, uh, Canada had one, Mexico had three, and United States had, like, 249 or something ridiculous in the last year, you know? Um, stuff that's just, like, really sick to think about. Um, one thing that stood out to me today, which was a new, like, literally this happened earlier today, new tweet by somebody. This was a tweet from Neil deGrasse Tyson. You're familiar with him, right? He's, um, he's the astrophysicist who, he was in some hot water for, like, potentially maybe touching somebody without their consent, that kind of blew over, so I, I didn't really know what to think about, how he felt about about whatever. Um, excuse me, I'm burping. I'm drinking champagne right now. So, you haven't heard this tweet, right? Or I don't think no. I, I showed this to you. No. So, here's what he tweeted. <clears throat> and this he tweeted uh, earlier this afternoon. In the past 48 hours, the USA horrifically lost 34 people to mass shootings. Okay. Neil, you're doing great. That's so correct, Neil. Okay, here's what he keeps on going. On average, across any 48 hours, we also lose 500 to medical errors, 300 to the flu, 250 to suicide, 200 to car accidents, 40 to homicide via handgun. Often our emotions respond more to speculate than to data. So, why? It's like, why? Why are you telling us this? Like, what was your what was your end game in letting us know that more people die in forty hours to medical errors to the flu to suicide? Like, okay, I get it, but but when you have this kind of platform, I feel like it's harmful. When you're 
I may be so bold to say, when you're a black man, a respected black man, to say something like this after these things have happened, like, what the fuck is going on in your head? Maybe his his reality is different though. It, it don't affect him probably either though. But that's where that's a that's a problem that that you yeah, can be that, so no, separated from that. That is a problem. Um, but like I said, there's no there's no cure to this. So well, and obviously the reason why obviously there's a, a hundreds of a, of I, white I, intellectual. I, I, I care. Whole, there's there's hundreds of white intellectuals. Who are posting equally equally fucked up things, but what I'm saying is this guy who is seemingly liberal, seemingly uh, uh, intellectual, a person of color. He's I would just, I'm expecting I'm expecting. He's just saying to keep it moving. I'm expecting a little more uh, sympathy, empathy. Not empathy, but just like decency and sense and tweeting something like that. Basically, he's saying keep it moving. Um. Which maybe he feels that way because he's in a place where he can't relate to what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, yeah. He's saying we got bigger issues or... But there's like a black market for that shit. These fools just go to these places, grab the guns, and then come to these states and do these shootings. I mean, and they don't care. Whatever. I wonder if he's posted an apology or something at this point. Let's see if he's, if he's, if there's been any, right now I've just been seeing people flame him on Twitter. I haven't seen him. uh, Dumbass statement, you know? Yeah. It's not a. Yeah. uh, I don't, as far as. He could have been high. No, I haven't seen anything. He could have been high when he. uh, (laughs) You think he was high? (laughs) Like, not regular, like, smoking weed. He could have, like, he could have been off the, the, the shits. What shits? Uh, nah. You think Neil deGrasse Tyson takes psychedelics? He could. Possibly, but for him to think like that, he wouldn't take the right psychedelics. But it just shows you that a lot of these people that you don't actually know personally, that you may hold in some kind of esteem, can, like, not be allies. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just because he's... A scientific man who happens to be a person of color does not mean he is part of the resistance or part of anything that I believe to be important, you know? He don't care like that. And that's fucked up. Uh, you know, he's saying we we got people die in other ways. There's so many ways to die. There are so many. Yeah, it's like, okay, yes, and get the, it. <laughs> Understanding. But, but look, but what the people are forgetting is the underlying issue of the hatred right mm-hmm. and the ingrained bigotry in this damn country mm-hmm. so it's just an energy that is just alive yeah and and it you know it's it's fucking thriving right now you know mm-hmm. um i mean i had that thought what if the, what if this shit does crack off in a civil war, but my life ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just kicking with at the beach with a bunch of white people. You were with a bunch of white people. Look, me and my other two. You know, that was the only. And my well, son, how many my, other people were there? Was it like half and it half? It was a beach full of people. Oh, you mean? Oh, you meant that? Just you were just at a place where there was a it bunch like of a white people. Looked like a Pizza My Heart commercial. 
<laughs> you just mean you were, but you, you personally were not, but there was a bunch of white people at the place. Yes, I understand that. Yeah. Well, yeah, where we live, you're chill, always with a bunch of white people. Chilling comfortable. You know, it's like, I live, it's almost like get out over here. But, well, that's the thing about, about but the But it whole, was cool. Like the culture is well, that, in, in this pocket, in this bubble that I live in. But we say bubble, but this Gilroy shit happened literally super close. And I don't want to be the person who's like, let me make this about me or let me. But I'm just saying in in as far as as relating this to the listeners and relating this to people who may not know where Gilroy is. This shit's a hop, skip and a jump away. My yeah. homegirl who grew up in Gilroy, she's been to the Garlic Festival so many times she's over it. And I told her recently, I was like... Hey, I think this is the year I'm going to go. I've never been. I want to go. And I was going to go this year. You could have went this you year. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this shit, it's not like a, a two hours away. This shit's like a, like 20 minutes away. 20, 30 minutes. You know? No, we definitely could have went because we were open this weekend because. Last my, weekend. My, yeah. My son was in Vegas for a basketball tournament. And, and we didn't I, go to. And I didn't go out there. Yeah. So if, if we had really decided that we wanted to do that. Do and something. Yeah, we could have did that. Um, but we were just here recording that day. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, I mean, am I scared to go outside? No. Right. Do I think I need a gun when I walk out my door? No, I'm mm-hmm. not there yet. Okay. Right. But shit keep happening. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a have a strap. <laughs> <laughs> it keep happening like this. Like, you know, that's a hell of a thought to have. Like if these are just organized mass shootings, it could happen anywhere. Literally, literally. And it's an organization of these motherfuckers. Could happen anywhere. You know. And it's like, how do you, how do you tell your, how do you talk to your kids about? I mean, like, I saw something where it was like showing, like, uh, I guess how, like, at Office Max or whatever, they sell like bulletproof backpacks and stuff. I was like, yeah, that should be dope. And they're like a hundred bucks, but like. You know, but at the same time, why you got? Why do you have to buy your kid? That's the thing. A bulletproof backpack. Yeah. What? We ain't getting Ninja Turtle backpacks no more. We yeah, but getting... they're we are, but they're bulletproof. Oh shit. <laughs> that's the that's the type of security we need. Okay, need. so here's the real question. What is it for you? Well, I guess maybe. What's the question? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to trying to trying to say something funny, but I'm trying to think of how to word it. Okay. Uh, how do you think the California breakdown is for a race war? Who, what do you think? Who? What? How? What percentage of white people in California you think are fighting for the non-whites? I don't know. This used this California used to, is. It used to be red. It's like it's getting bluer. All those places in Southern California, and Orange County, and San Diego that used to be red are blue now. Yeah. I know we we like I li- we live in a pretty cool place, but like if you go to like these, it gets kind of uh, in the sticks. Oh, all the inland places, like yeah. Scotts Valley, Boulder Creek, yeah. Um, you're just gonna say all the locales. I'm just, it just that's fine. And not to not to generalize people there, but you know some people just think differently. Up in those little spots, even when you go to Chico and you know, you know, uh, Sac- Sacram- and, and Sacramento. everything, everything is about the lack of interaction, the lack of interaction that people have had. I was watching Queer Eye, and they were talking about you know how people can never have met a gay person, and then they spend, 
and they think that gay people shouldn't get married. They they think this and this, and they spend half an hour talking to a gay person they've never had an interaction with, and suddenly their views change. You know, a lot of this has to do with where people live, their family, and their exposure to. Because if your only reference to Mexican people is what Trump says and what you think is going on at the border, yeah. then you're going to have a totally... And if you're already dumb... Yeah, and that's, <laughs> and don't that's, the, that's like, the thing that, was, that's the thing that was, was messing me up. This dude was talking about how the news is using uh, oh, the propaganda. Dude, back to the dude at Starbucks. And yeah. I was like, okay, they're using that propaganda, but what about the propaganda that's used to these other right. people to, to create this hate? Like, what about that, bro? Yeah, you well, totally missed that. That dude at Starbucks had who knows what's going on. Fucking idiot. Yeah, dude. Fucking idiot. But you roaming the earth. And that's cool, too, bro. Spreading your propaganda. You need to shut the fuck up. All right. So. <laughs> it's tough, ladies and gentlemen. If there's a race war, I think. I mean, you know. If there's a race war, I've told you I should have got that Mossberg years ago. Who, me? You told me that? Yeah. Look, I'm not for guns. Listen, we're not trying to we're not trying to get you taken out here with incriminating evidence on uh Look, I'm not for guns. That's why you that's what I wanna say I wanna say don't get takeate out here. That's the one you phrase. Talking but about do, don't don't incriminate yourself. But I do want a gun, but I'm not for guns. It's weird. I want one of those fake guns that they have in cartoons where the thing comes out and says bam. I want or a bang? Mo- I want a Mossberg. I don't know what that is. It is a shotgun. I think it would be cool to have one of those. What is it? A rifle where you have to like? I don't want a handgun. What's the you ones with a, the? You want a musket? What? No, not a musket. What's the one that have the long? The long? Like, is that a rifle? I want to like point it yeah. at some kids and say, "Get off my lawn!" And have like a little. Ch-ch-ch. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Like some old school like Elmer Fudd type shit. Oh, you want the double, the double, double barrel, the, the double pump, yeah. double barrel, yeah. yeah. I want, yeah. So or get some overalls. That's my vibe. That's what I'll have in the race war. I'll have one of those a uh, double pump, double barrel. Look, shotguns. man, there's no fuck the race war. There should be no fucking race war. There's only fucking one race, the human race. Boo! Don't say that. <laughs> some colorblind ass shit. Don't say that. It's, Will's little. <laughs> Look, I'm not trying to colorblind it, but these like these motherfuckers need to cancel the shit. You're the illest person I've ever met. In my they life. need to cancel the shit. They they the ones that's waking up hating motherfuckers. Like I don't wake up and hate anybody. Mm, I might wake up and hate a few people. Okay, I got a couple more lists, <laughs> but that was their doing. Okay. It wasn't me. Just one race. The human race. All lives matter. Will says, Will's oh, quoted as saying no, all lives matter. I did not say. <laughs> oh, you said that. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I get what you're saying. Because it is, I mean, that's the fucked up thing about it is gender, race, this shit is all a construct. So really, you're 100% correct. However, the whole world has made it into something that now we all have to deal with the repercussions of, of hundreds and hundreds of years of history being fucked up. Right. So... Even though that is a true statement, we have to deal with the repercussions of fuck shit. Right. Yes. Okay. Is there anything else you need to say about any of this stuff? Hopefully by the time we record next week, there won't be another 10 mass shootings. Hey, dude, I hope not. Because if there is, I'm going to get a gun. (laughs) Straight up. Okay, you heard it here first.
Okay, so I wanted to talk about some mental health related stuff with you. Alright. Um, and this is concerning Bam Margera. Okay. So tell me what you know about Bam Margera. I, I think he was part of Jackass. Right, true. And uh, I think his homie died. Yeah, Ryan Dunn. He crashes uh So his like best his best friend from the Jackass crew. Yes. I think his friend died. He crashes Lamborghini into a tree, and he was like fucked up. Yeah. Damn. He said he Sonny Bono with a, Lam- a Lamborghini. Sonny <laughs> Bono. <laughs> well, first off, Sonny Bono was just on skis. And was, he crashed. Was he it, coked up though? I don't know. I don't know. I th- I think crashing into a tree on skis could be more accidental than crashing your Lamborghini into a tree. Okay. But maybe I don't know. What do I know? Okay. You wasn't, wasn't supposed to laugh. Are you saying that because you the way you said it was funny? I can't help it. Oh, um, <laughs> the way you were enunciating Lamborghini was funny too. I wasn't laughing at you. I was laughing with you. I wasn't laughing at you. It was just funny to me. Okay, that's all. No hate. All right. Okay, so um, I don't. Did he have some drug problems? Who Ryan Dunn? Yeah. Yeah, alcohol and drug problems, and that's kind of mm-hmm. tied to what I want to talk about. Okay. So first, let me just say. Um, I think most people listening to you are like around our age, but for those of you people who are younger, maybe don't know too much about Bam Margera, but Jackass was like a big part of my adolescence. And mostly that had to do with me growing up in a place in Southern California where I was around a lot of uh, bro-y white blonde dudes who were pretty I don't really know how to describe it but when I saw Jackass I saw I there was something cool and edgy about Jackass that I related to and thought that thought was attractive that was different than these broy uh preppy boys that I was around you okay. know what I mean and it wasn't yeah. I'm not talking about like a sexual thing it was more like I wanted to be like them but I didn't want to I'm I, I'm not going to do those stunts but like I I related to that difference that they were a part of right kind of like a punk rock sensibility or whatever. Um, so there was a crew called CKY and that crew was Bam, Ryan Dunn, and I think Novak. And then there was Johnny Knoxville's crew who was, it was Johnny Knoxville. Uh, I don't even know who else, but Steve-O and Chris Pontius came later, but basically it was like, these were two different crews that linked up because at a certain time they were seeing each other's videos and they're all doing the same things at the same time, basically. So they were, they ended up being friends in a group and coming out with all the jackass stuff. But in the beginning, it was just these two. It was two friend Different. groups, basically. Right. Um, and Bam came out with his own spinoff show, Viva La Bam, where he was pranking his parents. And it was just funny. Remember Viva La Bam? Where he was like playing pranks on his mom and dad. Yes. And then there was Don. He had the uncle that was like really creepy and gross. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, basically, this was my reality TV for my whole adolescence was watching I'm Jackass, a, watching v- Viva La Bam and stuff. Um, so, Steve-O recently, or I shouldn't even say recently, like, I think he's been sober for almost 10 years now. But Steve-O very publicly was like fucked up and like, I don't know, addicted to all types of drugs. He was huffing, um, what is it called? Dust off. What's the what's it called that people huff? Not nos, but you know what I'm talking about. The like dust off that people people huff. Uh, whippets. 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 Yeah. So so Steve O apparently 
was like posting all these videos and stuff of him being fucked up. And this is when he had a drug and alcohol problem. But this is also around the time when social media wasn't as big as it was today. So he was embarrassing himself on social media, going crazy. People were reaching out to help him. And he finally uh, put himself into rehab and he's been sober ever since. And he's got a really great documentary about him becoming sober. And it shows all this horrible... Um, embarrassing stuff he did that he posted online when he was fucked up. You remember that documentary, right? Kind of, yeah. Right. Um, but so, Steve has been clean uh, ever since, but he's been... When he was showing all these this stuff of him being fucked up, like I said, social media wasn't that big. So he was posting these videos on YouTube and things like that, but it wasn't... It didn't hit as many people, I right. guess you could say so really more people realized later that he was sober and didn't even know that he'd had this big drug problem or whatever and then fast forward ryan dunn dies hits his lamborghini in a tree all this stuff whatever whatever so uh over the last few years bam margera has been kind of quiet he's been in the woods doing whatever but yeah. recently his shit has been going crazy online i've been following on instagram and it's very sad because he has a little baby that he just had that's like maybe like two years old and mm. a wife and stuff. And um, at first it started off with him posting like uh, regular photos with like weird captions like, this reminds me of the time when I fucked Nikki in the ass and then she cheated on me and whoop de whoop de whoop and Nikki's his wife. And <laughs> and he'll write this long paragraph that's on that's coupled with this photo that doesn't at all make sense. And then it'll just be some regular stuff after that. And you're like, what is this weird? You know, and I've actually been been following Bam to see if he posts this weird stuff like that. Because then he'll post something weird and then he'll post a picture of him and his family. But okay, he's fine. Then he'll post something weird. Then he'll post something with his family. Okay, he's fine. Recently, this shit has been so ill. And I wanted to get Will's opinion on it because he, he works in mental health. But the first thing that he did was he, here are all the different pictures he's taken. He created his own language. Oh, yeah. Um, and this is something that I did. Oh, yeah, I've seen that before. As a When I was really young, like, I, I created my own language and I was, like, 10, but that was more like an artsy thing where I was like, let me, let me write something with letters next to, you know, whatever. It wasn't something I took seriously. But he, he created his own language and then wrote things and tried to have his fans decipher what they were. Look. To piggyback on that, I there was this one dude that was in the facility I work at, and he created his own language, mm-hmm. and he he said that he called them the the uh, the Kumarians or some shit, mm-hmm. and he, he and he said on like May eighteenth or he said this day that he was going to turn into a. Uh, a fifteen foot can, a uh, fifteen foot, fucking dog, with fangs, and he gave us, I, he gave us these, this language to decipher. And he mm-hmm. was like, "You guys gotta know this language, the day they come, yeah, and this will save you." So these are all these different. So some of them are a little bit easier to decipher. <clears throat> One of them says, "If I have a problem, only blank can help me." And then it has some of the letters. So apparently what this says is Dr. Phil or only Dr. Phil can help me. Like he's trying to make a joke or something. But that one's a little bit easier to decipher because it's easier to read. But then he has these notebooks full of just these different symbols and stuff. And the ill part about it is, is here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let me slow down because I feel like I've been drinking tonight. 
I'm talking very fast. So let me slow down. Uh, like I said, when I when I was younger, when I was like little, I would do the same thing. I'd create symbols and make them go with letters, and I'd match them up. But it was purely something I did for my own entertainment. It wasn't something that I told the world about. I literally have never told anyone about this until right now. Right. Um, so not only is he posting this, he is telling people that he'll give them thousands of dollars to decipher them. And he's also saying... Uh, Anyone who doesn't try to or thinks he's crazy is stupid and that his language is just as valid as any other language. He's saying if you speak Russian, you speak Japanese, anything is spoken like a true, insane, egomaniacal, egomaniacal person who can't help their, I mean, a drug addict. Like, I get it, bro. Fuck it. I feel it. But like to say that this thing that you've created off the type of, he's tapped into some other shit. I've been there. I know a dude right now that's do do all type of crazy ass math, and yeah, man, it's interesting. So he, um, before I get to the next the next things, he also posted like a ton of different videos of just him doing weird stuff. Um, people were saying like, "Bam, you need help" or whatever, whatever. The saddest thing was that it was like you saw his friends, Steve-O, and these different Jackass guys writing these long things like bam, please, like, you need help. Like, that's the thing that, that makes right. it more real is, like, his friends clearly feel like they have to go to social media. He actually posted text messages they were sending him, and his response to them is on Instagram making fun of them for being mm. sober. And, um, yeah, it's like if these these dudes are writing these heartfelt messages to him on Instagram, and I'm thinking, like, how much... What would it take for someone not to be able to reach me, reach me to for it to... For them to have to do it on social media. You know what I mean? And clearly they are trying to reach him outside of outside of it. But he's just posting all this. I just took a picture of that. That's why. He's going deep, man. So here's, here's the, the next thing I wanted to talk about. So people were saying that he's on, on drugs. So he actually posted on Instagram his diet for um, August 3rd. Let me read what it says. Um, so this is August 3rd, Austin, Texas diet. Number one, purple Powerade. Number two, sorry, the purple Powerade is funny. Number one, purple Powerade. So he says he drinks purple Powerade when he gets, sorry, I say purple Powerade weird. It sounds funny when I say it because I'm saying it too fast. Okay. Purple Power Powerade is the first thing he drinks when he gets up. Then he has six pieces of California roll, so sushi. Then he has 10 milligrams of Adderall and Abilify. I don't know what, what is Abilify? Is that like a depression drug? What is Abilify? I've heard it before. Don't, I don't know what it is. So he has, Hey, look, don't put me on the spot. I, that's fine. That's I fine. I, don't, I should know medication. That's fine. Okay. But the 10 milligrams of Adderall and Abilify seems like it's something that's prescribed for him for medical. I mean, that's, it doesn't seem like that's what he's abusing if he's only getting 10 milligrams. Anyways, here's where it gets a little fuzzy. Uh, 12 ounces of water, uh, apple juice, hamburger with cheese, fries, and a Diet Coke. Another purple Powerade. Vodka and ginger ginger ale times two. And then the last thing says, I'm going downstairs to get one more vodka and ginger ale. So, um, either whatever he's doing is reacting with drugs in a weird way or whatever it, whenever it says vodka and ginger ale times two, you can times that times four is what I'm thinking because this is either some kind of addiction, drug addiction, or this is alcoholism. It's something. I don't know what it is. And I don't know what Abilify is. I hear the name a lot, but I don't... I still Here, don't I can know. probably look it up. Let's see. The magical world of my phone. I hear that name a lot. People take it with their meds. Um, Abilify. Antipsychotic. 
I can treat schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, depression. There you go. Yeah. So maybe he's doing some things that are... Because a lot of people were coming... I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I know that this man who I've never met's business is really none of my business. But all of this shit is on social media. And it's like, you just see... It's sad because Steve-O wrote this heartfelt-ass comment. He wrote, like... uh, I think I took a picture of it. He wrote this super heartfelt comment to Bam. He said... Um, I'm sorry if it's frustrating for you that we care enough to keep trying to get through to you. Bam, it couldn't be more clear that all of this isn't okay. And I hope you'll join me in Novak and recovery before your son loses his dad. And by the way, none of this looks cool, which is a good thing because it's humiliating myself that motivated me to commit myself to a program of recovery. It's time to give up the fight and join the winning team. I love you, brother. So it's really sad to see that. And then you see someone, somebody say, um, you know, Bam, I always chose you and Tony Hawk's pro skater. (laughs) Or like, it's just funny. I mean, it's funny, not in like a haha way, but in a sad way where you social media has this guy is reaching out to his friend to try to get him help. But it's social media. So then you see people saying like, oh, bam, you suck. Or or, I always picked you on Tony Hawk. It's like social media is like the the dumping ground for all of this stuff that is happening related to this guy and his mental breakdown. Right. That's why you should text the homie. He didn't, but no, he's posting the text messages. That's the thing is it's like these, apparently, according to Instagram, these people are calling him and texting him. He posted something else was talking about like people who only call me when they think I need help. Number one, mom. Number two, Steve-O. Number three, Jaina. He's posting these, I don't know. This shit's ill. That's all I have to say about that. So I want to know your opinion since you work in mental health. And it's just, I mean, you know, you get old and you see, you see these guys that you idolized when you were a kid also get old and also still like have mental health problems and substance abuse problems and it's like yeah it's just sad um so what's my what's my opinion well you you said your opinion going you said your opinion throughout i'm just i'm just telling you uh he needs some help yeah uh and he's in denial yeah, um, people, I mean, like I was telling you, it's like one one day he'll post a picture with he's like... He's really genius, like he's on some genius shit, you know what I'm saying, that, to to do that, that's cool, but like... He, you mean as far as p- getting people own, to like pay making, attention to him? Make his own language and all that, Oh. like alright, cool, but you know, cause he's, he's doing something to make his brain, that's his brain's tapped in like that, you know? Well, is this uh, is this a symptom of like manic? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's it, like he'll he'll post no. one thing that seems seemingly normal, or he won't post for a while, and then it'll be like literally yeah. like twenty videos of him with his face up close to the camera and this yeah. like crazy language. You know, that sounds very manic. <laughs> go to bed. Yeah. Bro. Oof. Yeah, he probably can't go to bed. I just hope. I mean, like again, I don't he's know probably, the. Or he's probably not taking his medication. Right. That's a good and point. Drinking and doing. Yeah. You know. It could be as simple as that. He might not even be taking, you know. Yes. And, and I mean, the the anniversary, the one year anniversary of Mac Miller's death was, I think, a couple days ago. And he died. What was it? Was it drugs or it was some drug? You know, it. you just like. That was a year ago, Malcolm died? It was died? A, year, a, a year ago, almost like a few days ago was the actual anniversary. But um, you just think like, I remember when Ryan Dunn died. I mean, 
I don't, like I said, I don't know these people, but it's like just kind of strange, you know, when all this stuff happens when people are young, it's like. Well, the thing is, he, he's still hurt that his friend is gone. Right. Know? He's been, yeah, that's what people so were saying too. So that's, that's traumatic. And what's, what's happening is we're not discussing our trauma. We have to just, so, right. some of us, some of us, when something traumatic happens, like those people in El Paso and those people in Gilroy. And these other places with these mass shootings, they just have to keep going with their life. Mm-hmm. Some of them get some therapy and help, but that, that's PTSD. And mm-hmm. then, mm-hmm. yeah, all of a sudden, you got panic attacks and all type of other shit that you didn't have before. Um, and you just leaning on the the drug or whatever choice you on, and you know that could. That could lead you down a path of destruction if you're yeah. not care- if you're not careful. Yeah. Well, um, let's get to this euphoria finale and see if it's maybe a little more uplif- uplifting than the things we've been talking about. Uh, yeah, man. But speaking of manic and depressive, yeah, let's get to euphoria. I was trying to make something happen. You can't improv though. You need to work on your improv skills. Tired. I'm tired too. Okay, so that was the season finale of Euphoria we just watched. There was a lot of uh, unresolved things that are still going to be cliffhangers, probably leading into season two. It was a pretty good season. I enjoyed it. Uh, There was some themes of some stuff we talked about earlier. There was guns, mental illness, all the stuff that they have been talking about all season, but kind of got a little more intense with it in this episode. Yeah, it's good character building. Uh, we won't give away too much of what happens, just because I want to hear from you guys about what you thought of the whole show and of this episode in particular. Um, there's a lot of symbolism and cool imagery in this episode. Yeah, apparently he likes to make up. Yeah, the makeup artist, her na- uh, who's been doing the makeup for the show, I just started following her on Instagram. Her name is Daniela Davy or Davy D-A-V-Y. I'll post it um on our social media but the makeup is like the makeup the lighting in this show is pretty amazing it's like a whole different kind of artsy vibe i didn't even notice the makeup dude that was one thing about uh cat's character in this episode in particular her part of her storyline got kind of resolved and i and she her makeup was a lot more downplayed in this episode than it was in the other ones so i thought that was kind of symbolic in some way or whatever all right (laughs) anyways before we close this out uh, um a a couple people did tell me about some rap dads that we forgot about from last week um one of them was uh e40 and one of them was q-tip okay but here's my thing i think e40 and q-tip are still making the same music that they made they're not making their music they're making is not Correct. Q-Tip may be a little bit different, but pretty much E-40's rapping about the same stuff and Q-Tip's rapping about the same stuff. Yes. I would say. Just in the, talking about what's happening now, though. Right. What I wanted to know was, like, rap dads who are who are rapping about different things now that they're over 40. That's what I... That's what whole thing I was trying to, trying to get into. No, I don't think they understood you. Yeah. Well, whatever. You understand it now. Anyways... That's the end of the show. That is the end of the show. We're tired. Man, I'm exhausted. What a day. Yeah, this was a. What you a, had an even longer day than what I a did. Full day of just. 
A full Sunday. Yeah. Um, we've gotten a lot of. I mean, not a lot, but we've gotten like a, a review at least a week. I think we have five, four or five reviews on Apple now. So leave us a review. That'd be nice. We got five reviews. I mean, maybe it's four. We've got a re- at least one new review each week for the last four weeks. That's amazing. So that's cool. So that's let cool. us Thank, know. Thank you. Um, give us a review, but also let us know what you think in the email or on our Instagram or whatever. See Hypocrite Pod. I just got the domain for ConsciousHypocrite.com. What? So there may be some updates or we can just have everything on the website or whatever. What? Um, yeah. Closing cool. statements? Um, hide your kids, hide your wife. Because they. <laughs> How's the rest of that go? Uh, Are they raping everybody out here? I don't does... know, dude. It's been a long What's day. I, I can't even make stuff connect right now. Look, be safe out there. Um, We need more love. It's not enough love. So, yep, uh, as Will said earlier, there's only one race, the human race. So remember that. So, yeah. Just kidding. Don't ever say that to anybody. So Never just, repeat that to anybody. Just cannot say there's not enough love in the world. So everybody, just, just love. You know what I mean? 